Howdy folks, Benji here, helping you guys get matched and blessed successfully. Today I wanna to talk about stress, okay? Not to stress you guys out, but stress is really important when it comes to preparing for matching and blessing because the way that you manage your stress and mood regulation is very indicative of how successful you will be as a person, especially in your marriage and your in your blessing. So a guy recently asked me, someone who I was mentoring, asked me, why am I more stressed out than I was a year ago or a few years ago? And why is it that my stress levels are escalating over time? And, and uh, he asked me this question. It's a good question, and I wanna get into it, and this is what I explained to him. So basically, many people have found themselves, let's draw a little person. This is a normal person, a little happy person. Over time, what, what the experience of a typical person is that their stress levels are down here when they're kind of younger, and then over time, over years, they've noticed that they become more irritable, more stressed out, more frustrated, more depressed, more bored, etc. And usually people attribute to, to this, this to what? Usually people say it's because of work, work, or they say it's because of family or because it's uh, because of school or all these reasons. And that's the typical response is because there's a, people believe that there's a correlation between having more, more responsibilities in my life and therefore I'm more stressed out. However, that is not the case, my friends. And what I'm about to show you is going to hopefully be really helpful and maybe even blow your mind a little bit. Okay. So <clears throat> let's draw a happy person. A happy person's stress stress levels in a natural setting like maybe you know some people like this like somebody who maybe has a little bit of stress in their lives but they don't really let anything that is thrown at them really get them frustrated or stressed out and they kind of deal with it as they come and then you know people right maybe like you and I <laughs> who get stressed out over little things and very quickly uh, they get irritable and then they try to find some way to alleviate that stress very quickly right so a natural way Let's think, let's think like 100 years ago, our ancestors, right? A natural way to deal with stress is you, you're experiencing this baseline and then you're, you uh, go about your life and then you experience a little stress and that, that the cycle kind of upticks from there. And then at the most stressful point in your life, you find a way naturally to alleviate the stress. And you might know people like this and their stress cycle kind of looks like this and then they're not stressed and then they become stressed again because of something and then not stressed. This is what a natural uh, life circumstance looks like. It's a natural progression of life to experience this stress cycle. And what these people have managed to do, and maybe you were like this uh, years ago and you're not like this anymore, who knows? Or maybe you know someone in your family that's like this. What they've managed to do is at these peak points of stress in the stress cycle, they find ways to manage stress in a productive and healthy, th and healthy way. And I know you've probably heard of different ways to manage stress in a productive and healthy way, but I'm gonna share something with you that you probably never, never heard of before. This, however, is what I call a supernormal stress cycle or a hyperactive stress cycle. This is the guy or gal who is always upset, always irritable, always angry, and actually, I would argue, uh, is becoming more common nowadays. And this is why. When people are stressed out nowadays, they experience stress just like a normal person, but when they experience stress, what do we typically do? Let me ask you this. When you're, when you're stressed out in your life, what do you usually do? What's your first reaction? For a lot of people, especially this guy that I was mentoring, the first thing you wanna do is go to what? Your phone, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. First you wanna do, thing you wanna do is play video games. First thing you wanna do is watch your Korean drama. <laughs> first thing you wanna do is go watch some TV or go watch YouTube or open the social media app. The first thing you wanna do is go watch porn in the case of this person that I was talking to specifically, right? So my point is all of these examples that I'm giving are, are super normal stimuli. And what it's doing is it's taking you from a state of stress to immediate what? Bam, temporary relaxation. 
This, my friends, is an unnatural form of stress relief. And it might, it might seem on paper, in the moment, it might seem that that's a good idea. Like, I'm stressed, and this is why people say like, oh, it's good for me, it's relax, it's relaxing, I enjoy it. And, and therefore they justify, you know, these kind of super, super normal activities because it's stress relief, right? But here's what happens, guys. The next time you get stressed out, what happens? You don't gradually go up like this, you spike up like this. And this is why, over time, your stress cycle starts looking like this. More stress, less stress. More stress, stress, stress. And you found ways to alleviate stress in a super normal way, usually through going to the phone, through to a screen, all right? And this is the cycle that's being created. However, the kicker here is that it doesn't look like this all of your life. The reason that this upward trajectory in stress levels is going up is because the next time you, you get stressed out, it peaks at about here, and it's going up and over, and the, and the upward trajectory is making you more and more stressed over time. And on top of that, over time, as it's going up, these peak stress points up here require what? It requires a stronger dose of the supernormal stimulus that we're talking about, such as going to your phone, such as going to a video game, such as going to porn, such as going to anything like that. My point here, guys, is that any, any of these supernormal activities, these hyperactive activities, it might seem like it's, it's, uh, it's harmless at first. It might seem like it's wrong. And I'm not saying like go using your phone to enjoy something is wrong, like going to YouTube is wrong. However, you have to think about this. It is actually incredibly destructive for you to utilize uh, supernormal activity, this hyperactive activity as a way to soothe stress. Because the next time you're stressed out, you're gonna become more irritable and you're gonna require a higher dose of it, right? A good example is addiction, right? It's more in a, a more uh, extreme addiction. This is why people who develop uh, addictions to heroin or drugs or porn or anything like that require stronger doses of it over time. It's because they become more stressed out and more quickly become irritable. And when you remove that stimulation from their life, they become incredibly uh, irritable, angry, frustrated, and those withdrawal symptoms really start to kick in. But on the extreme end, but on the tame end of things, this comes down to your daily use of just going to your phone, right? And I really wanna challenge you guys, the next time you're feeling stressed out, watch your behavior. How quickly do you go to YouTube? How quickly do you go to Facebook or Instagram or to your phone or just to check your notifications or to watch a drama or to do anything like that, right? Watch, your, watch what you're doing in those moments and just sit in it. And I'm not just gonna leave you here. Let me ask you this, what are the more natural forms of stress relief? If, if I were to take you back 50 years, 100 years, or in another situation, if you were uh, on vacation and traveling to another country where you didn't have access to the internet, you didn't have access to your phone, you didn't even have a phone or a computer with you. If you were stressed out in those situations, how would you deal with, with, uh, with life? 50 years ago, 100 years ago, our ancestors, how did they deal with stress in a productive way instead of going to this activity we're talking about? Some examples are, you could probably think for yourself, but connecting with somebody, talking with somebody. This is typically why some people are way better at mood regulation than other people. Generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, women are better at mood regulation and addiction and that kind of thing than men are because women typically, generally speaking, <laughs> Uh, are better at understanding their mood and relief, relief, relieving stress in a productive way as opposed to a destructive way. Not all the case, well, not always. But this is basically why some people are more susceptible to destructive activity for them and less susceptible in other cases. It's because if you found a way to talk about your stress to somebody and let it out instead of bottling it in and exploding through these activities, 
then you're gonna manage stress a lot better. That's the simple fact. Another way, so that's the first one, is uh, managing it through talking with someone, connecting with somebody. This is what our ancestors do. Another way form of stress relief is prayer meditation, introspection, journaling, like just going into yourself and figuring out, okay, why am I stressed out? How do I deal with this? What is actually going on? And managing it like this happy person over here, managing the stress in a productive way and dealing with it in the moment so that you don't escalate over time and create this upward upward hockey stick trajectory thing. Okay, so that's another way is just to reflect, pray, meditate, go out in nature and just have some introspection. A third way that you can deal with stress is through movement, moving your body. This is also a biologically natural way to relieve stress, okay? In all of history, guys, we have never been so sedentary in, in our entire, all, all of our ancestors have, have never been so immobile and sedentary than right now in the current moment. The amount of time that we spend sitting down, um, sleeping <laughs> and being on our phones and just looking at screens is unnatural and, and it's totally unnecessary, really. So to reverse that trend, you can just stand up and move your body and do something that you enjoy, right? Let me ask you, what is your favorite hobby? Like, what is your favorite hobby to do? Do you like to bike? Do you like to, uh, do you like to make quilts? Do you like to play volleyball? Do you like playing a sport? Anything that really gets you going? Do you like taking walks? Do you like running? And let me ask you, when was the last time you actually did that? Like, when was the last time you actually picked up the guitar or, or went to the piano and actually played something? If you really enjoy it, it makes sense to do it more, even every day, not just once, a, once in a while, or once a month or once a week. It should be every other day that we're doing the things that we really do enjoy doing. And that's a good example of just moving your body in those, those moments of intense stress, just standing up, walking away, and doing something that produces uh, a healthy form of, of stress relief. Okay, guys. If this is helpful for you guys, I'd appreciate if you guys like this video or share it with someone or follow uh, on whatever you're listening to this YouTube or podcast. Uh, it's good to have you guys. I love you all. You can check out matchnet.us if you want to join the Matchnet program. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.